the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jack Windsor, Ohio Press Network, the Ohio Press Network, will join us at the top of the hour. We'll talk a lot about uh, Lizzie Marbach and her firing, not resignation, firing from Ohio Right to Life. Uh, I did uh, message Ohio Right to Life this morning. Uh, They approached me last week trying to get Lizzie on my show. And I await their response today because I indicated that I do not think this reflects well on them. I, of course, will still support and further any and all efforts that I can to stop the abortion amendment on the ballot in November from becoming law, just like I will do everything I can to defeat the legalization of marijuana on the ballot in the fall. I don't think either one of those is good for kids. (laughs) The abortion amendment goes without saying why, because nothing's good for a kid that you murder. But legalization of marijuana also very, very bad. Now, let me just say, I've been kind of down this road before where you lose a job in a public way because you stand up for something that is true, even though you know that the people you work for would like for you to soft pedal it. Um, and I reached out to Lizzie Marbach just to say, look, I appreciate you taking a firm, solid stand for truth. It's not easy, but you will never, ever regret it, nor should you. And then as I was preparing for the show and I started to get more and more and more uh, resource material coming in, I uh, noticed that one of the sites that I browse about every third day for conservative content, for perspective on news events, The Federalist, had a story that was headlined, wanted a single Republican who will actually fight for religious freedom. And I thought, okay, well, I'll read that during the break and see if there's anything in there that, you know, I could extrapolate out on this Ohio Right to Life, Lizzie Marbach firing. And lo and behold, as I look at it, it's written by Lizzie Marbach. So I told you I applaud her for not cowering in the corner, not apologizing, not being afraid to speak. She's an authentic Bible-believing Christian. Her original tweet that there's no hope for any of us apart from faith in Christ. No authentic Christian can believe anything else, or you're not an authentic Christian. And no authentic Christian can refuse to say what she said, otherwise you are not following the Great Commission that Jesus issued when he ascended to heaven. So... Lizzie Marbach is writing this column in The Federalist, definitely not hiding, standing behind what she said, which again, was just simply this. There's no hope for any of us outside of having faith in Jesus Christ alone. She writes in The Federalist, most would say my message was an average, non-offensive Christian post, similar to what the majority of Max Miller's voters hear every Sunday morning from the pew or teach their kids at their dinner table. So why would a so-called conservative Republican leader, and again, Max Miller is a congressman, a U.S. congressman from Northeast Ohio, 
Why would a conservative Republican leader oppose and try to silence such a common sentiment among his very own voters? Have we reached a time in American politics where even conservative leaders feel comfortable attacking Christianity? Apparently, you see, Miller did not just disagree with Christianity, which he is free to do. He openly condemned it as the most bigoted thing he has, quote, ever seen, unquote. Now, she notes that Max apologized and that she accepted Max's apology. But then she notes what I said earlier, that Ilhan Omar, squad member Ilhan Omar, Muslim Ilhan Omar, anti-Semitic Ilhan Omar, came to Lizzie Marbach's defense on Twitter. Reposting Miller's tweet, where he accused Lizzie Marbach of being bigoted, Ilhan Omar said, no, stating the core beliefs or principles of your faith isn't bigoted, as Lizzie did. It's religious freedom, and no one should be scolded for that. He said it's also wrong to speak about religious freedom while simultaneously harassing people who freely express their beliefs. Bingo. Man, I hate it. I hate agreeing with Ilhan Omar, but she's right on that. Now, what Lizzie Marbach notes in her Federalist piece is, and I quote from her column, no Republican member of Congress spoke out to defend Christianity, religious freedom, or freedom of speech on Tuesday night. Each one remained silent, including many I know personally, and worked hard to get elected here in Ohio. One must ask if this would be the case if it were a Democratic politician who attacked Christianity and not a conservative. Yeah, where was Mike Carey on this? Where's Mike Carey on this? Uh, Reading further down in Lizzie Marbach's piece on The Federalist, she says, Christians, we cannot continue allowing our leaders to betray us every chance they get. We cannot afford to go on making excuses for their lack of action when our freedoms are on the line. It's time for us to seriously reconsider our priorities when we walk into the voting booth. Moving forward, the baseline we should accept from any leader is a willingness to say unpopular truths unabashedly, not just cliche slogans, and the ability to fight against tyranny effectively. Courage and competency must be the minimum standards from this moment on. She concludes, If a candidate cannot say abortion is a moral abomination on a debate stage without dying the death of a thousand caveats, how can we ever expect him to stand up against evil if the entire Republican conference of a Congress cannot condemn one of their freshman congressmen for attacking a private citizen for sharing her Christian faith? How can we trust them to overcome the kind of tyranny pouring out of the Department of Justice? Spoiler alert, she says, we cannot trust them to defend us or defeat tyranny. And she goes on to note that there are people who are being arrested. You see the videos for being arrested for reading the Bible in public outside drag shows in Wisconsin and elsewhere. You as a parent are threatened with schools keeping secrets from you about your kids having a secret identity Because the school administrators who don't pay a single bill for your kids aren't there when your kids struggle, don't love your kids, but love the power they have over them. You are threatened as a parent with your authority over your own children by these people. And we're trusting Republican congressmen who couldn't come to the aid 
of Lizzie Marbach simply stating the core tenet, not a not a non-salvation issue, the core tenet of Christianity, not a single Republican congressperson came to her aid on Twitter. Not one. Not one. She writes, it's time for a new Republican Party. It's time we hold conservative leaders to new expectations. I've said all the time, we get the leaders we demand. We get the leaders we demand. And when you look at the national polls with Trump so far ahead on the Republican side, when you see what Joe Biden has done to turn the border into an epic disaster, to advocate for Title IX being expanded, to allow men in women's locker rooms and men to play women's sports, when you see what Joe Biden has done to raise gas prices across the country, you've seen the polling from Fox? Economic condition. Is it good? 20% say yes. Is it fair or poor? 80% say yes. Among Democrats, 43% say they are disappointed with the direction of the country. Yet right now, I'd bet on Joe Biden being reelected. Why would I bet on Joe Biden being reelected? Not because people are happy, but because Donald Trump's the alternative. And Donald Trump is the alternative. Why? Because not enough which is to say almost any, Christian people will demand better leaders. I'm not making any comment about whether he's guilty of all the crimes he's charged with. I don't think he is. But I know his character. I know the stuff he's put on full display. I know the way he bites back, snaps back, petulantly, childishly, invents stupid nicknames for people, the way he's self-absorbed with his election, stolen election narrative. You want to talk about a toxic narrative? We've got an economy that is in the dumper. It's it's rife with the potential to attack the Democrats on. Is he talking about it? Is he talking about it at all? Oh, he was on Fox Business yesterday, Bruce. Wow. Oh, he's on Fox Business. What, did 12 people see that? Yeah, these poll results from Fox... Uh, they would be setting off an utter panic in the Biden White House and among Democratic operatives uh, if they weren't succeeding in their plan to popularize Donald Trump in the primary with voters who were not savvy enough to see that these continual indictments of Trump are meant to bait you into saying, well, if you want to put him in jail, then I'm going to vote for him and I won't listen to any new ideas or any new candidates or any fresh perspectives not from Ron DeSantis, not from Vivek Ramaswamy, not from Tim Scott, not from Nikki Haley. No, 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 no. It's all Trump all the time. He will be our Avenger. Let me just tell you, he will lose the presidential election by 55, 45 margin, maybe more. I don't think it'll be 60, 40. The reason why is because Donald Trump is not disciplined enough. There's a way he can win. There's a way he can win. And the results of these Fox polls show what that way is. Personal finances, people were asked. How would you describe your personal finances? Excellent or good, 35%. Fair or poor, 65%. What are the major problems your family is facing? Grocery prices, 87%. Gas prices, 85%. By the way, when you hear the inflation number, and Biden keeps saying the inflation number's going down. He's lying. He always lies when his mouth's moving. He's lying. 
the inflation number strips out food and energy. Oh, gee, let's strip out the two things everyone has to have in order to survive. That'll give us an accurate barometer of inflation. But of course, if we give people an accurate barometer of inflation, they'll recognize that since Joe Biden took office, gas has gone from two thirty nine a gallon to what is it now? Three sixty one. It was over five dollars. And grocery prices across the board, prices are up 16 to 17 percent. And your real wages are down three to four percent. You're not just imagining that you feel 20% poorer because you are. Study earlier this week said people have to spend $700 a month more than they spent before Biden was president in order to stay where they were economically. Against that entire backdrop, what is Donald Trump talking about? The Georgia election. Because he, like the people who support him, are not smart enough to see that they are dangling the indictments over here so you won't focus over there on the economy. Condition of the economy, 20% say good, 80% say fair or poor. But I don't like Donald Trump, orange man bad. I'm pulling the lever for Joe Biden. State of the nation, 30% satisfied, 70%, 70% dissatisfied. In April of 2021, three months, four months after Joe Biden took office, Only 20% of Democrats said they were dissatisfied with the state of the nation. Now, 43% of Democrats say they are dissatisfied with the state of the nation. And again, we should be fighting the urge to gloat over an impending landslide in the presidential election a year and a half from now. But instead, Biden remains ahead of Trump in head-to-head polls. I know Trump keeps telling you, I'm way ahead. No, you're not. You're not way ahead. You're behind. And you're not going to get ahead by continuing to prattle on and on and on about a topic that is toxic to most Americans, which is they don't want to hear about the election being, pick a verb, uh, an adjective, rigged, stolen, anything else. Doesn't mean it wasn't. It just means talk to the hand, Don. I've heard it. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear it anymore. And you know why I don't want to hear it anymore? Because poll results on the economy, 80% fair or poor, 87% grocery prices, 85% gas prices. You know who finds it remarkable that Republicans are not talking about this? Mark Penn, Democratic strategist. He finds it remarkable Republicans aren't even talking about the economy. I've been surprised at how little the Republican candidates have been talking about the economy. Biden's on the right track. He's got to talk his economy up. He needs a better economy by the summer. Uh, We did it in 96. And none of the Republican candidates have a balanced budget, a program to bring down fuel, food, housing prices, interest rates, the kind of everyday expenses that voters are really concerned about. No, they don't. And the question is, why don't they? Instead, and there is nothing more infuriating than being told, when things are bad, that things are great. Things are great. Things are super. Things are awesome. And that, my friends, is called Bidenomics. Yes, that, my friends, is called Bidenomics. How are Republicans letting him skate on this? It makes no political sense. Doug Hine, a GOP strategist, recognizes that. If you go to the grocery store, 
You see, you see the price increase on something every time you go. If you go out to a restaurant, whether it's a sandwich at lunch or somewhere nice on a weekend, you get sticker shock. And then you look at the big ticket items, and that's looking at brand new cars, used cars, certainly houses. These big ticket items, these durable goods, voters have a real shock uh, when sticker shock when they see them. And part of that is the interest rates. And if you want to buy a house right now, those interest rates scare the heck out of you. Yeah, those interest rates, by the way, yesterday hit a 20-year high. Mortgage rates over 7%, almost 7.1%. Highest in 20 years. Getting a house, buying a house, owning a house used to be the American dream. The American dream in in an economy where prices are up during the Biden presidency, 16 to 17%. Real wages are down 3 to 4%. And interest rates have more than doubled. Are you like me? You got cars more than 100,000 miles on two, three cars. And you're like, man, I sure hope we don't need a car anytime soon. I don't even want to look at what cars cost. I know this much. When I go to look, if I have to go and look for a car, I'm going to get smacked in the face, like Doug Hines said, with prices for used cars that are what I have in my head as the parameters that I will pay for a new car. The days of the $30,000 minivan, gone forever. You say, well, is it 35, 40? No, 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 no. Closer to 50. You can spend like... 60, 70 grand on a truck. Okay? Like, this is not a sustainable model for America to follow. And so, you know, yesterday, you would think somebody coming out to uh, represent where the Biden administration is investing its money. Uh, Here's Robin Carnahan of the Biden administration talking about where they're going to invest Inflation Reduction Act money. We're going to spend money to reduce inflation. So this is a perfect moment to be announcing this $300 million IRA investment here at DHS headquarters. (laughs) We're doing three things. First, we're building a new headquarters for CISA, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency. Second, we're building a new headquarters for ICE, the Immigration Customs Enforcement Office. And third, we are building a new parking garage as well as entry gate and security checkpoints for... Oh, boy, we're going to spend $300 million, courtesy of the Inflation Reduction Act. And what are we going to get? Like more domestic energy? We're going to lower prices? No, we're going to build new headquarters for ISIS, for ICE, CISA, and a parking garage. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.